Hey, yo, the Deej. Yeah? Did you finish your homework? Yes. Did you do your chores? Yes. Even the dog poo? Yes. Do you want to watch a movie? Sure. What are we watching? Yes, you are. I crashed into electrical towers and my star charts were erased. I need the ones in your head to complete my mission. So you need me and my inferior brain to fly that thing? Correction. I need the superior information in your inferior brain to fly this thing. Do -do 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 -do. Breaking news. Aliens are taking over the world. I don't know what to do, so we're going to dead it on the scene. Thanks, the teach. This is the dad on the scene here, and that's correct. Alien, uh, as in one ship, is taking <laughs> over the world. Uh, in particular, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, uh, reports here, uh, it looks like a big, giant silver clam. Uh, that's all I have here. Uh, back to you at the studio. You heard it here first. Aliens are going to take over the world and destroy it. You heard it here first on News News. On News News. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 12 of Movies My Dad Made Me Watch. Uh, and I guess if you could tell from the very intro and that kind of, uh, well, I thought it was kind of a funny little news bit. Uh -huh. We are doing the flight of the Navigator. Don't you mean the Navigating Giant Clam? It is. Well, kind of. And, you know, we'll get into it. Uh, but beforehand, um, first thoughts about the film before we go into it. Eh? Huh. I mean, it's pretty good. It's... Um, bits are uh, interesting, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> there is some, there is some <laughs> wonderfully, uh, quote-unquote, interesting bits. Uh, in this movie. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I thought it still kind of held up well. I, maybe. I, that's fine. You know, I, you know, I, I told it's you from the beginning. All over again. I'm telling you from the beginning. This is coming from nostalgia, man. And there's something about it that just brings me back to, uh, what, what was I, seven or something? Probably eight when I saw this. You were seven. Eighty-six. Dude, I'm telling you, man. Like, it just really brought me back to that time. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Anyway. Let's get into the uh, the business side of things. Okay. Um, like I said, uh, well, no, actually, we didn't say it. Uh, the movie was released in the summer of 1986. And, dude, let me tell you, we've already covered a couple movies from 1986. Mm -hmm. But there has been a ton of movies that came out, dude, in that year that were absolutely incredible. I'll give you a few. We did Little Shop of Horrors. Mm -hmm. We did Stand By Me. Not only that, Top Gun. Oh. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. The OG Transformers movie. Dude, oh, came out movie. in 1986, uh, Labyrinth, and then, like, just, I mean, just so many more had Did came out the entire year. Did Terminator come out, or was that 89? Um, I'm, oh my, no, I don't think so. I could be wrong. Oh my gosh, I can't even remember when it came out. It'll come to me. Uh, anyway, uh, so, tons of movies came out in 1986, man. The movies were directed by Randall Kleiser, <coughs> excuse me, uh, who famously directed, uh, <coughs> Pardon me, Greece, which I think I've shown you 
Um, no, no, no. I haven't. I haven't shown you Grease yet. And Grease is an amazing movie. It's it's a musical as well. It's got John Travolta in it. Uh, Livy Newton John. There's mm. fantastic songs in there, dude. Uh, so he directed that movie as well. Uh, the music was done by Alan Silvestri, and you'll know his name when I mention one of the movies he's done. Uh, so he worked on uh, Back to the Future. <laughs> I want to say he did all of them, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Lilo and Stitch, and mm-hmm. then he also did. A lot of the MCU music for oh. for Marvel. Um, he didn't do. He did all Avengers except for I want to say Age of Ultron. Mm. Um, and then you know that opening bit um, that we used for Captain America mm-hmm. uh, for our our, our podcast. Yeah. Um, I believe that is done by him as well. Nice. Yeah. So, Flight of the Navigator was also one of the first films um, to have. Uh, the music be done entirely electronically. So they used this uh, system, which I'm not even going to try to pronounce, uh, but I want to say it was, if not the first movie, one of the first movies to have an entire score based off of like basically electronic music. And you can kind of tell, mm, yeah. it, like it sounds... <laughs> um, the movie starred uh, Joey Kramer as David Scott Freeman. Um Interesting story about that guy. He got into some really bad stuff later on in life. Like he even was involved with like a blank, uh, like a bank robbery plot, you know, at one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and did some other kind of different things. Uh, I believe he starred in a movie as uh, Life After the Navigator, I want to say, that came on. It's kind of a documentary based on of his life. Um but yeah, he kind of turned <laughs> to a different kind of a uh, way um, uh, later on in his life. Uh, Paul Rubens, although he didn't get credited as Paul Rubens, was the voice of Max. He actually got credited as Paul Mall. Don't ask me why. Paul Rubens is the guy who made Pee Wee Herman famous. Like that's his character. Paul Rubens mm. is the actor. Um, Sarah Jessica Parker uh, as Caroline McAdams. Um, she is one of mom's favorite actresses. And then Howard Hasserman was Dr. Lewis Faraday. Um, that guy has been in a couple of iconic television, uh, shows, a WAKRP in Cincinnati he was in, which was really good. And then like head of the class, I think was another one, which was like one of my favorite sitcoms growing up. Uh, moving on <laughs> just a couple more things <laughs> uh this movie's budget was nine million dollars okay. it made 18 and a half million dollars in the box office um I, I, it made over half its money then. i mean i think it would be considered a uh, success but i don't i don't really think so um probably definitely some other things going on there um it is now considered a cult classic which obviously you know because i love it so He's and I love terrible movies. I do. I love the movie. Things. What can I say? I love it. Um, so what's interesting about this movie is, is that um, it had an interesting kind of life in the way that it formed. Um, there was a couple of scenes in there that you saw flying around that was actually filmed in, I, I want to say it was Norway because there was like a production company that was involved of it called um, Viking uh, something or other. Yeah, that definitely which, sounds like a normal. Uh, right, right. No, it was. It was. It absolutely was. So, like a lot of those flying scenes that you see, um, you know, kind of outside the Golden Gate Bridge or something like that. A lot of those was filmed in Norway. Uh, however, they ran out of money during the production. Yeah. So then Disney picked it up, and Disney put it in and got the money going. However, Disney didn't trust it. So what's interesting is is that in the United States, it's a Disney film. Mm-hmm. But I believe they sold the rights to I want to say Buena Vista uh, for overseas. 
And there is no relation if you see like the DVD overseas. Like, for example, I saw this uh, YouTube video where a guy had a copy from Australia. Mm -hmm. There was no Walt Disney kind of emblem or involved with it at all. And that's how little trust that uh, Disney had in the film. And uh, apparently there has been three tries to do a remake of this film. I mean, anything's going to be better when we get this. Well, I, I mean, In I terms don't of know. CGI. Well, and we'll get into that when we get into the film. Um, but yeah, man, uh, last I heard, I want to say it was either Jim Henson's company or there was somebody else that was kind of in that house, had the hands on it. But it keeps kind of going away and apparently there's no new information from right here um, there on in. But anyway. That is the business side. No one told Oh my gosh. I swear, I have created an absolute monster. I'm not a monster. I'm just a slightly insane person. Well, you know, I think everyone's a little bit insane. It's what we act on sometimes, which can be crazy. Back to the movie. <laughs> we start the movie with like some super eerie music, and it looks like a flying saucer. Only to turn out into a frisbee and some pretty dang gorgeous dogs. Oh my gosh, a lot of those dogs are really, really good looking. And then we find out that it is the year of 1978. Yeah, I wasn't there yet. I that wasn't is, in the it's world not yet. Important. It's not important unless the Clash didn't make any music. Oh, well, the Clash was making music. No, no, the Clash was definitely making music in 1978. Okay, then it counts. <laughs> I was going to say, it doesn't count because Dad wasn't born then. <laughs> no, but the Clash was making music, man, so we're good. Yeah. <laughs> And then, um, I can't, I don't even want to try to say his other name, so I'm just going to call him David. Okay, okay, fair enough. <laughs> no offense to that character. David is, is the main kid mm -hmm. in the movie, yeah. yeah. David is trying to, uh, get his dog to catch the frisbee, and it's not going well because his dog is not very good, and David is just like, I need you to do one thing for me in life. Catch this flipping frisbee. He's a terrible trainer, though. Honestly, like he's not giving <laughs> the dog like, any direction. Like just, <laughs> go get a boy. Right, exactly. He's like, I'm just gonna toss this. Uh, now it's your turn to go get it. Like, aren't you a dog? Aren't you just supposed to know how to do this? <laughs> and then, over their head, as the people, as um, his family are packing up, mm -hmm. we see a big shadow comes over and looms over a field. We think it's something alien-like because once again, the eerie music is playing. It's just a good ear blue. <laughs> That's all right. I'm like, oh, wait, is this like a horror science fiction movie? <laughs> no, I'm down. No, no, it's just, just a good ear blimp. That's all. That's all it is. There's nothing too alien. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> David's brother, Jeff, is a total geek and a jerk. Yeah, 100%. And putting just David's business on the streets like that, like, he deserves more than a noogie. My guy. Why... Why are you tell people who's crushing I'm just man? saying, like, come on, man. Like, this is stuff that, this is incompetence and everything else. And his brother's just, man, let me tell you. You're right. I'm punching him right in his mouth. <laughs> and he was never seen again. <laughs> and then Jeff then tells his pops that he's going to go bounce and hang at his buddy's house. Mm -hmm. That's his cool. And... He jumps out of the back window of the station wagon. <laughs> Which, I, there, there's a door for a reason, bud. But but I'm saying though, like if you had a window to jump out, you would probably do yeah. the same. I know if I was his age, I'd be like, yeah, I would like doing like ninja flips out of it, <laughs> like into like a roll and pop out. Yeah, probably wouldn't work out well. No, it probably wouldn't. I'm probably breaking a neck or something. It's not going to work out. But I'm trying though. Is what I'm saying. And then he grabs his 
homie's water gun, and then just straight up bops him in the face. And they're like, nah, not, Dude, not today, bro. I, I, first of all, I'm saying, Dad, I'm going to need you to hold on to the car real quick because <laughs> I'm about to kick your son's butt, okay? That's what I'm doing. <laughs> and then they exchange some... Really good, um, kid insults. Sure. No cut kissing and no, kissing in this no, movie. it's a Disney movie, you know, so no kid cussing. But someone calls someone a scuzz bucket, which for Disney's hardcore. Yeah, it's pretty hardcore. <laughs> Jeez, Disney. Like, did we get a PG thirteen on this one? That's that's a little, it's <laughs> a little to the, to the core there. <laughs> and then the song, oh, you, you're the one that I want. Yeah. Which. That's it's from Greece. Right? Yeah, it is. Which is oh, the director of yeah. the film. So yeah, it was kind of, of like a little nod, a little tip of the cap, if you will. <laughs> oh, just saying, if we play some EDM there, we can eat some EDM and Well, there's a. <laughs> I said this joke earlier. He hated it. I mean, it. It's not even going to grow on me. You know, it's it's just one of the things that you got to flick off as soon as it's on your arm. <laughs> <laughs> and then. They pull up into a sweet house. It's very nice. And how much do you think that was considered it's right next to the water? Uh, dude, I... No clue. I mean, Florida, late 70s, right on the water. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? A couple hundred thousand dollars, maybe? Mm, I'd say you know? 30. I don't know, man. I don't know. Or it's a very nice house, though. 200, 300. Uh, later on, we'll see um, uh, what they Things. move to, though. <laughs> <laughs> And then the lighting exchange between him and his mom is pretty good. Mom says, stay out of the fridge. We're going out to eat soon. David says, don't worry. I'll be hungry. <laughs> it's such like a, a growing boy thing to say, or even a growing kid, really, mm-hmm. for that matter. Don't worry. I'll be hungry. And it's true. You could probably eat like a full meal. And then like five minutes later, like, oh, I'm so hungry. I'm like, bro, you just ate 14 sandwiches <laughs> and 30 hot dogs. Like. Seriously, he's like, man, I'm a growing boy. I'm growing boy. <laughs> like, bro, I know he has like a hot dog stand in there. <laughs> that's just his own hot dogs. He's like, mm, that's right. Just grab that real quick. <laughs> but um, I think he was hungry for something else. <laughs> we find out that David's a bit of a creep. Peeping uh, out the window with the telescope to a girl. Oh, dude. Y- you don't do that, boy. That's a bad look. That's a, a very bad look. You're right, dude. I better not catch you doing that. Oh, nasty. his dad his dad's trying to talk to him about girls giving him the standard 80s dad advice yeah well late 70s yeah dad advice yeah yeah yeah. just normal stuff right obviously uh time is going on so some of that might not be too important Uh, yeah sure I don't care about this conversation. I'm worried about this giant box of firecrackers. Tell me about it, bro. It's bro. <laughs> like, he can, like, take that up to, like, a bank and then boom, boom. Dude, the firepower <laughs> that this dude has. He can blow up a house for all we I'm, know. I'm telling you, like, the house, he can take out the whole city block. Okay? Do you see the <laughs> massive amounts of bottle rackets we got in there? Freaking M80s, dude. <laughs> like, this is... And his parents are just... Oh, just different time. Yeah, it's a different time. He's got a whole flipping arsenal upstairs. He can take <laughs> out the Dagon National Guard. But, you know, his parents is fine. Oh, well, it's fireworks. No big deal. <laughs> Crazy times, bro. By the way, Bruiser, great name for a dog. 100%. Uh, I think he was in a lot of movies, though. What do you mean? They use that a lot in movies. Like, as far as the, the dog name? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. That's the first time I've ever heard it. Oh, no, I've heard it in a couple other movies. Okay, fair enough. Mom comes out and asks David to go meet Jeff on his way home. Mm. 
But then we get some uh, David sass. <laughs> right. Enter the David. <laughs> and then um, he sets off on his journey, but there's no three other bros to come with him. Let me tell you. Oh, good rep. Nice callback, my G. That was well done. Yeah, no, he sets out on a journey by himself and his road dog, uh, Bruiser. And God, such a great name. We're going to have to steal that name. For a dog one day, dude. I'm telling you. <laughs> anyway, um, and then, yeah, they set out on their journey. Uh, he sets out on his journey only mm-hmm. to maybe get into some shenanigans. Shenanigans. <laughs> and then we hear some, like, creepy, like, Jason Voorhees down music. And I'm like, okay, you stay in there. Jeff, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm out. I love you, Jeff. Not really, because you're kind <laughs> of a dork. But I'm out, bro. I'll wait for you on the outskirts. I'm not going in with if, the Jason Voorhees music in the background. If, if you don't make it. Just tell me that someone with a hockey mask came at you. I'm not playing, Dan. I'm not playing. And then David tells Bruiser he needs to take charge of a guy, and that's how he'll get a girl, which, no. Yeah. No, you talk to them, yeah. be a nice civil person, yeah. and then you go off of that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, you got to crawl before you walk, bro. Mm-hmm. Got to crawl before you walk. Or walk before you can run. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair. And then one of the funniest parts in the movie is, um... He starts hearing some stuff go on trees, and I actually kind of think he's serious. Dad probably does, too. Get get back, Jack. I got a gun. It's such... Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. Like, it just makes me giggle. Like, if a grown man hears that, like, oh, that kid's done. He's done. That kid doesn't have anything at all. <laughs> if anything, he says, like, a really sticky sock that Dad's putting on his face. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to move my leg real quick. <laughs> and then Jeff pops out of the trees and scares the crud out of David. And David, for all we know, he peed his pants. <laughs> oh, shoot, I don't know. I mean, with all that music going on in the background, and stuff, <laughs> let me tell you, something might have trickled out. <laughs> and Dad says, David wouldn't translucent. Oh, he did. He, oh. he lost all color in his all, face. All, all color in his face, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jeff bounces to the house, which is very nice of him. He scares someone, then he bounces to the house. Ugh. <sighs> Bad brother. And then... David, however, hears Bruiser barking, and he goes to check what's up. And then he does. He looks down at a ravine sort of crevice and loses his stuff like the big dingus he is and falls right in. And hard, too, yeah, man. Like, that was a straight fall, dude. And it didn't even look that deep, to be honest. But uh, yeah, but, like, when you go, like, straight down, mm-hmm. I mean, he must have hit head first. Probably. And then he wakes up and goes to his house. But someone strange opens the door. He runs around the house, going completely insane. He's like, where, where is my peoples? Where are they? Um, and the folks in the house call the cops, as you do. And then we find out that he might be a missing persons. Did, did, did you say persons? I, I, sure. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. Look, let me tell you, man. I'm sitting here writing all these notes down for your genius to read over here. I may have slipped with an extra S. I'm sorry. (laughs) And then the cops take him to the car, and then they start asking him just some regular questions. Date, who's the president, all that stuff. Yeah, just random questions. Mm -hmm. And then the cops don't know what's going on because none of those things are true. And then the cops roll up to the, the answer. Ha- the answers to the questions, you mm-hmm. mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the cops roll up to the house. It's like under the freeway, which... Dude, is sketch. Yeah. Super sketch city, like, dude. Like, what if that, like, a bridge broke down? Like, dude, it was... 
It was a, like a an intersection of a freeway that the house was pretty much under, bro. Yeah, you like know if what the I mean? truck falls off there, oh, it's, say bye yeah, to your house. Bye, bye. I, I don't, and I'm sure your insurance doesn't cover it. Okay, buddy? Mm-hmm. And David has no idea where, where they are. The cop goes to the front door and we see David's folks. But they look old. Yeah. David is shook. He doesn't know what to do, what to think. But we move to our first look of the spaceship. And we get introduced to uh, Dr. Lewis Freddy. Uh, uh, Freddy? No, oh my gosh. Faraday. Faraday? Yeah, Faraday. From NASA. N- that's how we're, that's how we're <laughs> pronouncing it. Yes, we're, Nas- we're, NASA. We're, we're pronouncing the space program. This <laughs> NASA. <laughs> yes, that's okay. Because right. I'm a little boy. I guess I'll go. Boy. I guess I'll go with it. That's fine. <laughs> and then, um, Howard Harrison? Uh um oh my gosh, yeah. Some random Howard, gu- right? Yeah. Some random guards watching over a ship, and then as I so geniusely picked out, I think it looks like a giant metal clam. It does. I can't eat. It does. It it looks like a huge metal clam, which is what we alluded to in the beginning. But um, I think it looks rad. I think it looks super super cool, dude. <laughs> You know what? I'm just not going to say anything. <laughs> the random guard also shows us just how like the ship is, too. He barely even touches it, and it just glides right along. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. I wonder what it's made of. Like, what kind of, like, made-up metal or something. Because, like, it's they're treating it like Adamantium? Uh, well, I, maybe. Sure. I don't know. But, like, it's... Yeah, it's just really neat, dude. We move back to uh, David making up and just... Wakes up in a gurney in a hospital. Yeah. Which is where you don't want to wake up after you get knocked out. No, sir. No, I don't want to pass out and then wake up at a hospital. That would be so scary, dude. Mm-hmm. And then Dad says, I think his parents just want to run some tests to I, see that yeah. him. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, 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 for sure. I think they just want to be studied because obviously David is saying some things and, you know, that aren't in kind of relation to the time, you know? Mm-hmm. And then David's dad asks where he's been the whole time. And David still thinks it was only like he was only gone for like two hours. And David and then David says, Ask Jeff. And then we uh see Jeff and he we and it clicks to uh David that he's a man out of time. Or a boy out of time, excuse me. That's yeah. a comic book reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Oh, Captain America stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and then Jeff is just like, you look just how I remember you. Well, you you you're a bit of a jerk, and the last I left you, I don't I don't think I like you anymore. So <laughs> you basically left me to die. So yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And then Dad says he did come out, and then he did end up apologizing. So I mean, that's something. Uh, well. I- Sure. Uh, uh, too, too low. Too low. Uh, eight years later. Eight years later. Well, <laughs> oh, then again, to be fair, he hasn't seen him in eight years. Totally fair. Which has got to be a trip, mm-hmm. especially coming from like seeing. And I think there's a line that that says it in there. Mm-hmm. It's like you're my older little brother. Like mm-hmm. it's got to be a trip seeing that man. And apparently, David was sp- was supposed to be a twenty year old man. Yeah, at this time he was mm-hmm. supposed to be twenty because I think. Jeff is 16 at the time. Mm-hmm. And there's a four-year difference because Jeff is eight and David's 12. Yeah, I think that's right. Yep. 
And then Jeff turned out to be a good bro after all and would put up flyers looking for David, but only on Saturdays when I personally would have put him up every single day. This is what I'm saying. Like, how did the parents just have him going out? I'm, okay, I can probably understand the schooling, but after school is done and the homework is done, are we not putting flyers every day? Why is this Saturday designated day? Sorry, I digress. Please continue. Um, Dad was seven, and Dad would like to brag about the toys that he had. I'm not going to brag because there's going to be a scene coming up where we can talk about the toys and then I will brag about the toys. Don't. Man, <laughs> it makes me jealous. Um, and then they had a very touching bit together. And this is when, like, David, like, actually confesses to Jeff about being scared and not liking everything and thinking mm. everything's super weird. And then Dad thinks this, old, this whole scene, including the parents, is really good. Which I agree. Yeah. And I don't know much about acting, but I bought it. I totally bought it. I, I did too, son. I'm not going to lie. Like, I really thought that that whole kind of spot right there was really, really touching. Mm-hmm. And then the long shot of the ship coming down the road is pretty dope. And then the music is pumped up like you they turn the knob all the way up. <laughs> and it's like super creepy and super like weird and eerie. But that digs it. I do. I dig the music in that scene for sure. And then they bring the ship to the NASA facility covered in a sheet. You're not fooling anyone with that sheet. You can all see the giant metal clam. <laughs> and then another great brother scene. David wakes up to voices in his dreams and his brother is in there watching over him. Jeff really can't grow up to become like a really decent guy. Question. Mm-hmm. Is Jeff trying to make up for lost time? Or do you think Jeff is generally, like, a good dude at this age? I think he's just training, like, make up for him being an absolute jerk. And obviously he's grown older, like, thought over it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I like this character. I like Jeff's character as a as a 16-year-old. It's really cool. As an 8-year-old, no. No, no. No, I wouldn't want to <laughs> hang out with him at all. <laughs> and then we flash back over to NASA. Mm-hmm. And we find out uh, Dr. Faraday's team has done a... Uh, lots of kind of things on the ship, but no luck in finding a door or opening anything Oh, in that's it. right. Yep. Yep. And then David is back checked up to a machine. They continue to ask questions. More like this. And they're actually closer to the same questions that the cops asked them. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then it's just like kind of repetitive tests. Because he's still... We're still at the hospital at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then David says... He would kick his... He would kick his bro's butt. For scaring him. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he was going to kick his bro's butt now because it's too tall. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> and then David then talks about chasing his little brother. And then all of a sudden, um, like the machine hooked up to David starts going haywire. Mm-hmm. And like getting like a lot of complete readings. And Doc's staff and the doc included doesn't even have any answer to what's happening like at all. And then... David starts communicating with the machine itself, and one of the people said, "One of the people says, David's speaking in binary code, which yeah. is insane, super insane." And all of a sudden, the women asking, or the woman asking, uh, the questions: "When you fell, you went somewhere. Where did you go?" And then, like a three D rendering model, like popped up on the like, screen. Yeah, yeah, and it was yep. like a giant clam. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I should probably start singing Giant Clam because it's not going to get funny anymore. <laughs> well, uh, just a spaceship, I guess, mm-hmm. we're referring to it. And then Dad says, for all tech, this is, like, really advanced. I have to say, because this is, like, what they probably made the movie in 1985. Like, the way mm-hmm. that they were able to get the imaging on there, I have to say it's mm-hmm. pretty good. Like, it looks really good. And then, um, apparently NASA and the Doc just uh, just know each other. Oh, yeah, because didn't all of a sudden NASA get the same 3D yeah. rendering on their printing? So I wonder how that came about. Like, what's the connection between the, the doctor at the hospital and then NASA itself? Maybe they're, like, friends and stuff, but they're colleagues and made different choices. Maybe. Um, and then the doc and NASA are now teaming up to convince David Folks that David himself is to go with Dr. Faraday alone. Oh, yeah, that's Mm-mm. right. No, sir. I don't sir. think so. Nope. You are not going to NASA by yourself, okay? Mm-hmm. And then Dr. Faraday said, asks for only 48 hours, and David agrees. And, does, and as David is pulling up to NASA, because apparently his parents just, oh, yeah, 48 hours. No! We don't know how this guy is. I, I'm, I'm telling you, brother, we're not going to go to some kind of government facility. I'm not going to let my 12-year-old, regardless if my son or daughter... Go to this place by themselves. There will be a parent with them. 100%. And then the 80 stories in the room are epic. We say... Uh, oh! Yeah! This is... Yeah! Why don't we go ahead and talk about these epic, amazing toys that we had in the 80s, my dude. Go ahead and list off some. So we have the G.I. Joe Copper, um, Cobra Water Mechanism guy. I guess uh, like it's a water moccasin. Water it's, I think it was a, a ship. Oh, yeah, like dope. a Like a water... Um, a watership, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. And then we see shrapnel, which for some reason looks like a repaint of Megatron. Uh, no, it was uh, an Insecticon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was another, like a separate wave, I want to say. Yeah. I I can go into this. Yeah. But I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we'll, we'll just go into it. But let me tell you. We had some amazing toys in the 1980s, my bro. Into the probably the early 90s, there were some fantastic toys, like, too. Uh, the, but, like, the, the action figures, dude, that we had, like our He-Man, uh, Ninja Turtles later on. Oh, my gosh, bro. We were we were spoiled. We were spoiled. I, I don't want to live in this time anymore. <laughs> and then David then turns on the TV, and we see uh, MTV on the screen, which is very different nowadays, I would say. Yeah, that's very true. And then the band on the MTV was Black Mango? Uh, no, it's, uh, <laughs> it's Blanc Mange. Yeah, they were this new wave band that came out of England. They had some really good hits, though, back in the day. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's got to be strange coming from 1978 and looking on the TV and you're seeing, like, a, a band on a music video. That had to have been such a trip. And then the robot's name is Ralph, which pretty decent name uh it's spelled differently yeah than it be, but, that's exactly right <laughs> um, and then the male ro- robot just burges into uh david's room definitely not as cool as r2d2 and i think it'd be a good time for a break right here yeah i agree uh we will be back right after this message yes and we will because uh welcome welcome back to news news oh um <laughs> uh, we'll be back welcome back everybody and let's jump right back into this crazy loophole of aliens <laughs> or an alien <laughs> oh, i'm sorry i'm gonna get copyright strict uh sarah jessica parker enters the movie 
And as we said, one of mom's favorite people. Mm-hmm. Dad said he forgot she was in this movie. I did. I totally did, man. And then they talked for a bit. Dave was trying to figure out why his favorite uh, TV show wasn't still on. And what the heck is music TV? <laughs> it seems so unique, too. Just, like, just go out of out of the place. Eight years is a very long time, I would say. Yeah. Absolutely. At least for, like, all the stuff that's going on within, like, all the toys and stuff. That was an incredibly long time. Just a lot of change, for sure, dude. And then SJP has purple hair because she went to a uh, Twisted Sister concert, <laughs> which is kind of funny. She also does a pretty decent impression of um, Art Can- Canary? Uh, Art Carney. Yeah, he was uh, in this famous uh, TV show called The Honeymooners back in the day. Uh, it's classic sitcom man that's like from the 50s dude it was Ooh, crazy that's old yeah man hey yo ralphie baby <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the next day we awake to see that bruiser is actually doing pretty good as a fris- frisbee fetcher yeah which just shows how much better jeff is <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's right and then david um, calls home, and then the creeper Dr. Faraday is, like, saying everything that, like, he says negatives. Oh, it was perfectly fine. He's yeah. just exaggerating. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Creeper. Just, just let him tell the truth. Right, man. Can I just talk to my parents, please? <laughs> and then, um, David has a great moment with his dad, and they all really do love him, which is really touching. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be such a jolt to see him. Uh, at the age that he left eight years ago, number one, right? But number two, just to have him back, period. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very touching how the family is is just really, really kind of happy that he's there. More tests, more because tests. that's just the thing to do. I mean, this kid has more electronic nodes going through him than an electrical system. Like, it's unbelievable the crap that they got him hooked up to. Mm-hmm. And asking the same questions. <laughs> And all these wires being hooked up to him are are all, like, really teeny tiny, and there's so many of them. Yeah. And he's just sitting, just sitting there, has superpowers, apparently. Yeah, yeah. It seems like all this stuff Mm -hmm. has given him superpowers. Mm -hmm. The sea is kind of cool. It's almost like... Like, his superpowers are just, like, taking over, like, all the machines. Absolutely. It's crazy, man. Yeah, he's just communicating with him now. Mm -hmm. And then... We get into an asking question scene. David doesn't have the answers, but his brain does? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. It seems to like to completely be answering for him. Yeah, with him not even having any knowledge of what the answers are, the brain or brain waves or whatever is just communicating with the machines themselves. Back to the movie. <laughs> David is so confused. He is giving all the answers, but he doesn't know where they're coming from, like, at all. So, is this some other thing communicating? SJP, is that how you said the abbreviation? Yeah, for for, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. SJP is back, and then they begin to chat, or she begins to chat to David. And David is not in a good place at all. Like, I mean, but then again, how can you be with all those, like, stuff they're giving you and all those tests that they're giving you? Like, yeah. I wouldn't be happy either. I no. want to go home. Just came back home. Your parents are different, but yet you're not being with your parents at this moment. Mm-hmm. Tough, dude. Very tough. And then David gets to, um, con- or David gets uh, SJP to contact his folks, 
folks and tell them what's going on because he's on the meal, meal sheet for the rest of the week. Yeah, after he said that he was only supposed to be there for 48 hours, dude. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just wrong yeah. at that point. That's abuse of power. Uh, one... Yeah, I mm-hmm. like I. <laughs> I almost cussed there. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then SJP calls David Q. Blah. <laughs> oh gosh, you know what, dude? One day a girl is gonna call mm-hmm. you cute, okay? And you're gonna be like, oh dang, or someone else is gonna call you cute, and you're gonna find said person attractive, and it's gonna be okay, man. It's okay. <laughs> Ladies and Disgusting. gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, my son just put his entire head <laughs> into his laundry basket and emulated <laughs> Ralphing. <laughs> <laughs> and then the voices start to call to David again. David decides to um hop into Ralph because apparently it's made of cardboard. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it would work if it was made out of cardboard. <laughs> but he's definitely uh he's hollow on yeah, the inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Although I think You'd have to be if you just eat mail into people's faces. Uh, sure. <laughs> Whatever you say, man. <laughs> and then there's a little bit of a travel sequence, kind of like a little bit of a montage. Yes. That's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. And then after- this is the one where he's inside Ralph, right? Mm-hmm. He's like going um, around NASA. Mm-hmm. And then after a bit of walking and looking into windows, David finally sees it for himself in all its glory. The silver cloud. <laughs> the silver, silver. clown, <laughs> and then I have you're a... an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> She's a num- number uno. Yes, yes. Uh, the string. You can see the string. Dylan Jader. I have seen this movie. Not a lot. I'd probably say like 20, I, uh, 30 times. Like like More than I probably time. should have. Never noticed that there was a string and holding it up, dude. Good call. One time. Good call. Like, Are we going uh, extreme cheese on this one? <clears throat> extreme cheese. <laughs> <laughs> David walks, walks around the ship and gets to the rear end of the vessel. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I know? You are such a kid. I knew. I knew that was going to make you giggle. I knew. <laughs> and then we uh, see some the, of the worst CGI I've ever seen in my life. Calm down, bro. It looks like someone was like doing like full-on animation, like drawing, 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 Dylan and then like, they flipped it. 1986, bro. Okay, this is not 2021. Tron. This Tron is not. From tw- 1981 looked better than this. What? What? Yeah, it did. I mean, it's a great movie. I love Tron. I've only seen like a little bit of CJ, but it's already better than this. I'm so disappointed right now. I'm so disappointed. Fine, carry on. By the way. Oh no. <laughs> Dad says if he sees the up, oh, like that ship alone, and then the floating stairs, he's booking it. And then coming back, I would have been like, okay, I'm going to see if anything comes after this stairs. I'm going right on it. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'm running. I'm running. Uh, I would eventually I would eventually come back, though, because I'm nosy. Okay? <laughs> I'm nosy. I want to see what's going on. <laughs> and then we get our first look inside the ship, which mm-hmm. is gorgeous. Yeah, it is. And then David just standing around, starts walking. And then um, a sweet chrome jerk bursts out of the floor. Although I don't know if that would be very comfortable. 
Since it's very liney chrome. I, I, I wouldn't imagine that it would be uh, uh, comfortable on the uh, derriere, if you will. If on the uh, buttocks. Yeah, on the... On the bootay. You're just... You're going to just run out just other words that we call uh, uh, the gluteus maximus? Yeah, or the, uh, the butt. <laughs> the butt. <laughs> <laughs> and then the ship starts to talk now. And then this little eye thing pops out. It yes. looks super weird. And then David's, um, and, well, actually, I'm gonna not call it cheese, but I hate how, like, almost every movie having to do with aliens, the aliens speak perfect English. Well, so, you have to understand in this case, right, mm-hmm. and, and and it's not spoiler, because mm-hmm. we find out later on, mm-hmm. that it can communicate in several different languages. Mm-hmm. And the fact that um, it was telling him to sit down, right, in a bunch of different languages, mm-hmm. but then David communicated in English... Mm-hmm. It was able to choose English as the communicator mm. itself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And then, of course, we get a classic exchange with David and the alien. I mean, that alone could be a real doll book. Just saying. David and the alien? Mm-hmm. Um, I think Flight of the Navigator would be a good title for a real doll book, honestly. And then we get a super cheesy line. Uh, you are the navigator. You are the navigator. Stop it. Stop it. Do you know how much I wanted to be in a silver clam when I was 12 years old and have some daggone plastic eye come by and say, you are the navigator. Bro, I'm telling you, I'm flying everywhere. I want to see the world. This would be fantastic. Okay, Dad. And the security guys was funny. And they uh, noticed that the stairs have come out. And everyone's coming out. Dr. Faraday finds out. And then all of NASA... With all their big brains, since they don't have anything else to attack the ship with. <laughs> well, no, no, but then the guys came with guns, too. Yeah, there was guys yeah. that came with guns as so, well. So, uh, big brains and guns. Big brains and guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's pretty formidable. <laughs> and then the screen on the ship is dope, which apparently is just, like, the early 80-inch screen before oh, it's time. 100%. I bet you, like, David came to tell the world of people of 80-inch screens. Everyone's like, what? And then, like, his son made the 80-inch screen in plasma TV. <laughs> later on, later on, David, when he came back, he invented the, the, the plasma screen. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. That's genius. And then um, Dr. Faraday sees David in the ship and is trying to convince him to get off. David doesn't feel safe. But then again, how can you? You're in a giant ship and tons of people pointing guns at you. Yeah, 100%, bro. I'm, like, tripping out right now. Oh, yeah, totally. And you're a human being. Yeah. <laughs> and then compliance, the ship says. <laughs> compliance. <laughs> and then the ship just goes, zoom. Yeah, it closes Honestly? the door. Yeah, yeah. And then the my, my cheese on the eye. Oh, yeah, it, yeah. It looks like... Sort of metal, and then just a big plastic eyeball with a couple LEDs in it. Yeah, it's it's not great. And it's not great. How do we consider that an alien life form? You know, I, I, I don't know if I if we talk about it later or not, mm-hmm. but we can talk about it now. So if you see it later, you can mm-hmm. skip over it. Oh, actually, um, I can say it. Oh, I got a quick question. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, please, 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 please. Do you think it's the ship or the little eyeball? Oh. Yes, this is exactly what I was going to ask you. I Like the crewman man there. Right, right. I, I don't know what is... I want to say the eye thing is what controls the ship. But is the eye, like, AI? Mm-hmm. Is it artificial intelligence? 
Or is it just, actually like a sentient being? Just imagine you know? seeing like a planet of just flying giant silver just, clams. Just silver clams. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if I want to live there. I don't know. It'd be weird. I'd be weirded out. They're like, why are there so many clams in the air? They're supposed to be in the ocean or in my mouth after I cook them. <laughs> okay. That's good. And then, um... This ship starts using an electric current to open the hangar. Yes. So, obviously, the ship has a big brain. I, I'm l- large you. IQ. Obviously. I mean, it knows a hundred gajillion dialects, for crying out loud. <laughs> and then the ship asks him to uh, make a suggestion. And then David says, I need to think. Just give me a what? Just give me a what? Or just give me away from here. Yeah. Compliance. And then straight up. 20 miles away. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. a specific number. Mm-hmm. And zoom. They're gone. Straight up in the air. Mm-hmm. 20 miles in the face. And you said in the face, not in the space. No, no, no. In his, no, his face as he's on his way oh, yeah, to good. space <laughs> is hilarious. Hey, that rhymes. Hey, I know. We can make a sweet rap. Oh, no, probably not. <laughs> and look, neither one of us need to do this right now. Oh, with them sweet beats. <laughs> and then David did uh, not clarify what he meant. So then they go straight down. And then they go uh, 20 miles forward. And then, where would you rate this? Like, next to Millennium Falcon in speed? That's a great question. Um, I think, because it talks about it later Mm -hmm. on, like, it uses um, light speed theory, which... That just goes right over my head. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I buy it. Sure. Light, light speed theory. I don't know. Um, I don't think the Millennium Falcon is flying at a light speed theory. Uh, so I would probably say that this ship is capably, capable of being faster. Plus, it's smaller than the Millennium Falcon. So I would think that it would probably be faster. And then, like, the ship morphs. And then it goes nuts. Oh, that. When it when it morphs. And, like, has, like, the sick, like, cone. That that design is so sick and it's so sleek, dude. It's really gorgeous. I totally agree. And with the, and then it's just going. Yeah. And then the um, ship starts again, but David's trying to stall. And with the stalling, NASA ends up finding the ship and they send uh, some peoples mm-hmm. to go track it down and yeah. get it. And then NASA finds the ship. Or, and, sorry, they send the cavalry. The cavalry, the cavalry yeah. <laughs> Why is that just a hard word to say? <laughs> no worries, dude. You're doing great. And then we go to the ship and find out that this thing, as as Dad said, going at light speed theory, which I don't know how fast that is. <laughs> Although, then again, what's called light speed theory? Light speed? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is a mathematical mm-hmm. equation for life speed. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you what it is, but yeah, mm-hmm. there is, yeah. And then the, uh, and then we learn of the danger of time travel because going back in time would um, destroy his very That's body. what he suspects would happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the alien life form, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's why he is a boy out of time. <laughs> and then the cavalry shows up and David decides to take off. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we also learn that the ship is called Max. There's something over Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Maximus Gluteus Busterius Bootius. There's something like that. Really? 
Really? That's that's what we're doing. Yes. We're doing we're we're doing Roman butt jokes now. <laughs> that's 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 what we've succumbed to. That's what this podcast is now. It's just freaking Greek butt jokes. That's what we're doing. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, this thing's gone off the rails already. We might as well just add that to it as well. Um. Anyways, he shortened the name to Max. Yes. And uh, because David couldn't pronounce uh, anything after Maximus. <laughs> yeah, it's some it's some electronic name for sure. Yeah, uh, very interesting, I would say. And then we get some uh, good travel scenes again. They didn't want to be found, so they decided to go into the ocean. And the ship, I guess, at this point is has limitless possibility. Yeah, it can do anything. It can absolutely do everything. I love this ship, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love this ship second. Well, no, I won't say second. I'm not even going to put a number on it because I know how much this uh, frustrates your mom. No, no, no. I, I just, I, I love the ship. Mm-hmm. I, I like it up there with the USS Enterprise. I like it up there, obviously, with the Millennium Falcon as well. Did, did like, you say Falcon? No, wait, you have to say it. You have to say Millennium it. Millennium Falcon. The Millennium Falcon. <laughs> okay? You got to say it like freaking Darth Vader. All right? It's the only way to say it. It's the proper way. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> David thinks it's going to leak. Did you see how that door worked, yeah, bud? I, I don't think it's going to leak. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and then um, we get some more puppets. And this time they're actually good. Yeah. Except for that. Uh, the exception was the dog from Sandlot. Terrible. Yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> and then um, we find out that he's studying them, too. And one of them is, like, really cold and nasty and tries to eat uh, David's head off. Mm-hmm. Which... I don't know why we said that was hardcore. This is hardcore for Disney. <laughs> and then we see a giant eyeball that just starts yelling. Like it sounds like an Ewok. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, Pupperman. The cute, cute pup- oh, Pufferman. So... Pufferman. It's wild, natural habitat. Yeah, it's such a lovely little puppet. Very cute. Did you not say anything about my Australian accent? It was a fantastic Australian accent, so I'm so sorry for not acknowledging it. (laughs) And then Max goes full peewee with a laugh, too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Dude, I love peewee urban. And then we flash back to um, NASA and uh, Ferretti and the crew. Ferretti. can't find the crew anywhere. And then they get a call from Dad. And he does a great job of, quote-unquote, lying to his dad. Pretty much, yeah. yeah it's pretty decent, though. <laughs> it's a very concerning voice. Masks asks if um he's ready for a transfer, for the transfer. Oh, yeah, of the... Um, oh, yeah, to... The star charts. Yeah. Yep. And he completely scans him, like, from tip to toe, and then he goes full Pee-wee Herman. He does go full Pee-wee Herman. Talk about... And... Then Dad wants to talk about how important Pete Wee Herman is. Well, I mean, I, I, we're going a little long in the pod, so I'm not going to. Let's just say that uh, when I saw him do his Pee Wee Herman impression, um, I died. Because Pee Wee Herman was so important to me and a bunch of my friends growing up. Like, we all try to do his hairstyle. Mm-hmm. We all try to do his voice. Pee Wee Herman's Playhouse is one of the biggest things in the world. Plus, Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure, which is going to be on the pod, one of Tim Burton's first movies. Like, anyway, I love Pee Wee Herman. Please continue. I will. Uh, we have the free fall scene, which is super scary. And then I will say, 
Everything's made out of chrome. How can you just find the controls like that? I, I don't know. It's it's almost impossible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the floating control of the steering is amazing. Oh, yes, it is. NASA tracks down SJP at David's house, and she's spilling all the beans. And uh, NASA is so creepy, but then again, they did hire a bunch of Nazis, or former Nazis anyway. So... <laughs> Oh, hit him where it hurts, Deej. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> we go back to uh, the ship. And uh, they are, and then they think they're in Miami and they're in Tokyo. Yes. Whoa! Tokyo! <laughs> and DJ swoons. <laughs> <laughs> you might swoon over Kronk, but I'm swooning, swooning over the whole area of Tokyo. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or Japan, period. Japan, period. <laughs> Japan gets a lot of love in our household, mm-hmm. that's for sure. And then we get a great chart of the San Fran Golden Gate Bridge. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then um, the direction scene is funny. Although, then again, what would you do if a weird spaceship and I possible alien inside it like said hey where where are we going man i'm gonna tell you right now if i had a 1965 ford mustang Mm -hmm. like we saw right here Mm -hmm. uh i'm gunning it okay (laughs) i'm not about to have no daggone alien ask me for directions uh plus i'm trying to open up that bad boy on that open highway Mm -hmm. okay that's a 1965 ford mustang it is gorgeous the candy apple red pink job too hey you want to know what's better (gasps) want to know what's better than uh sure than uh what 65 for a Mustang? What? It's time for Dad's favorite part of the podcast. Bra, bra, bra. Would this movie be better with the Clash song in it? This is kind of like Jeopardy now. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is? Yes. Except for one movie so far. Always yes. Don't bring up. Why did you Voldemort it, bro? <laughs> did Voldemort it? Oh, my gosh. Um. Anyway, yes. Uh, Beach Boys, I Get Around, would be absolutely destroyed and murdered by Brand New Cadillac. That is right my son brand new cadillac would be absolutely perfect taking over that beach boy song i get around okay with some amazing rockabilly punk rock right there dude and i think the song actually came around the time when uh you know someone got the dog on the head you know what i mean <laughs> yeah so it happened what does it happen in 78 so that song came out in 1979 it was off the london calling album ah probably their best album um, you know what, DJ? I might, I might agree with you. I love London Calling, although their Seth Todd title album was fantastic as well. Anyway, moving on. And then, um, Al's Gator City scene is pretty funny, and I'm guessing the guy who's just sitting there is Al. Yes! <laughs> staring mouth open. Mouth open, catching flies, my guy. Mm-hmm. And then Max Conning on the dude in the Pee Wee Herman voice is... Just murder's dad. Uh, just, I'm deceased. I'm absolutely <laughs> murdered. And then the um, collect call is a bit of a throwback. It is. Mm-hmm. It absolutely is. Which is interesting, though, because he asks for change, mm-hmm. but then he makes a collect call. If I remember correctly, you didn't need change to make a collect call. You just told the operator you wanted to make a collect call to a number, and they would connect you. But anyway, I could be wrong. Okay. Asking for uh, the directions is funny, but not as funny as it was anymore. As it was originally. Yeah, I agree. And then Jeff saying, if I have to burn a house down as a sick, no, I will. <laughs> um, his face is very telling. He's, He's a pyromaniac. <laughs> <laughs> you saw that too, dude? Oh my He's gosh. A it's 100% like he's burned somebody's house down before because <laughs> he got a little bit more excited than he should have. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, the best bit with Al when, um, 
this is when he says, he just wanted to phone home. Oh, yeah. Right there in the fields with the E.T. <laughs> throwback, dude. Although then again, actually, we'll probably say it at the end, not right now. Okay. This uh, may or may not rip off that movie just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, and a couple then, of other movies, too. Also, the family at uh, the gas station, thinking the ship was false. Yeah. Uh, anyway. D- just silly. Mm-hmm. And they, well, they thought it was false until mm-hmm. it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the turnpile would look like the... What? Oh, and um, it was like going faster than You are flying, bro. Why are they worried about the turnpike? Yeah. You're flying. Why are you worried about what road to travel? Just go in the direction <laughs> that you're supposed to go. Who cares about the turnpike? I mean, if you go around the world in enough time, you'll be there. <laughs> and then um... As we reach the end of the movie, we see a cu- the kind of signal Jeff was going to use, except uh, it wasn't a burning house. He was setting up fireworks on top of a building. Yeah. He was setting off um, David's arsenal, which he probably wanted to save for later, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised it even lasted that long, to be yeah. honest with you. And then Jeff starts to light them up, but some keep like failing to like keep failing to launch up, but eventually some just start going off. True. And David knows where to go. Yeah. But everyone is there, and he doesn't want to, uh, he doesn't want this life. Everything that's going on, he just doesn't like it. So for a chance to go back to his dime, Max is knocked down at first, but David talks him into it, and then, uh, time travel. Time travel. And great time travel scene, oh, yeah. too. It's actually I really, really love good. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I really like, love it. like, the Superman scene. When he goes oh. around the world and then time reverts. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, nice pull, Deej. Nice. It. Yeah. And then um, they get back and then he walks out to the family who was just sitting there on the boat. Yeah, he made it back. He, mm-hmm. he actually made it in one piece. And then there's a touching scene saying they'll miss each other. And then he's on the, and he's on there with the cute little alien. He brought it back with him, dude. Mm-hmm. And then we see the navigator. And Finn. Ugh. I'm, I'm telling you, buddy, the movie held up a little bit better than I thought it would. I thought it was going to be a lot of cheese, but it was a moderate, a moderate amount. It wasn't, it wasn't completely bad. It was actually kind of a bit more like standby me, I would say. Like, not as much cheese, but I mean, still yeah. Amount. Oh, I see what you're saying as far as like uh, it being kind of like an older film or something. Mm-hmm. But um, overall, uh, this movie was fun to show Deej. Um, he actually liked it a little bit more than he put it on. Uh, but I will say uh, it was fun watching it. And I love watching these movies with you, my guy. It's so much fun to do this podcast with you. Um, we were a little bit late. Sorry about that. Um, technical difficulties and, of course, spoiling our mom for Mother's Day. Uh, anyone out there listening? Obviously, happy Mother's mm-hmm. Day if you're listening to it. Um, um, do oh. you want to tell them how long we're going to be on? Yes. So, really quickly, guys, uh, we wanted to let you know that the Deej has some really big tests coming up in the next week and a half. Yeah, and he's really not looking forward to it. So, we're going to be taking a couple of weeks off. Um, we should be back on, I want to say it's the 24th, which is a Monday or around that time, Mm -hmm. um, to bring in the next movie, which is going to be a legacy movie. Mm -hmm. Red 
Ratatouille, my favorite Pixar movie. Uh, yeah, we're actually going to do Ratatouille, guys, and um, it's going to be fun. And we're actually going to have a special guest with us as well. So the format will probably change a little bit uh, to kind of uh, bring in our guest. Uh, anyway, uh, I hope everyone has a great day. And remember, be kind. And smile at someone today because you never know what's going on during this crazy time. Peace, guys. Adios.